Hello, Internet World. Thank you for tuning in to On the Shelf, a podcast by Raleigh, North Carolina's Quail Ridge Books Teen Advisory Board. Hello, everybody. We're back with another episode of On the Shelf. Um, it's me, Taylor, talking, not Honora. Um, You'll be hearing from her in a minute. Um, today we're going to be doing an episode on uh, reviewing and talking about the book series, The Lunar Chronicles. Um, and we've got kind of a pretty good split here of people who have read, have read them a little bit more extensively and people who are sort of new to it. I'm pretty new to it. I've only read one of the books, but it should be a lot of fun. And we're just going to talk about a lot of our favorite characters and world building and lots of cool stuff. Um, and I guess we can go ahead and start off with our tab, or not tab pick, our, uh, what was on our shelf this week. So I can pass that off to whoever wants to get started. Hi guys, this is Jada. Um, and currently there's nothing on my shelf because this week I finished Anna K Away, which was the sequel to Anna K Love Story, which was very, very awesome. I don't know what I'm going to read next. I'm in between the books right now. I don't, I'm seeing if I want to read like some of the arcs I have from Quill Ridge or if I want to read like some books I've recently bought. So I'm not currently reading anything, but later this week I may start, but <laughs> nothing's on my shelf right now. Uh, alrighty. Hi, everybody. Um, as Taylor said, I'm Honora. Um, yeah, school started this week. So this is like bad week for reading. <laughs> But um, the book that's going to be on my shelf is called All These Bodies by Kendra Blake. And it was, it's a, um, it's not out yet. It's coming out next month. Um, I got the arc from Quill Ridge and the like tab store leader T recommended it to me. And they said it was very good. So I thought I would check it out. So that's what's going, going to be on my shelf. But yeah, school's hard, but yeah. Guys, um, I'm Caitlin. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat. I relate. School just started, and my brain's kind of all over the place. Um, but on my shelf is actually um, Cinder, uh, the first book in the Lunar Chronicles uh, by Marissa Meyer, because um, I've actually never read the Lunar Chronicles before. But just from what I've started, I love just the environment around it. And the way everything is getting set up, I can't wait to get deeper into it because this is probably one of the more exciting books I've read um, in a good while. So I'm excited. Um, so I start school this coming week, so I'm a little bit behind y'all, but um, I've been reading my summer reading books right now because, as I said last week, um, transferring two weeks before school starts is not a good idea. I don't suggest it, and it's not fun. <laughs> I like the summer reading books. Um, they're both really good. One of them was called Never Let Me Go, and it's a dystopian sort of thing set in the future, and there's boarding school, and it's in England, and that's kind of all it takes for me to enjoy. It. Uh, so I'm good with that one. The other one is called First They Killed My Father, and it's very heavy. It's um, a memoir written about someone who grew up during the Cambodian genocide so it's really rough but very well written so I'm enjoying both of those Alrighty, so um I think that we're just gonna start with letting Honora kind of 
take the lead a little bit on some of the early questions because she's much more familiar with the series than I am. Um, I think she's read all of them. So I'll let her start with that because I'm not, I'm not the expert here. Um, okay, so why don't we get into it? And I know, so Marissa Mayer, just for anyone that is um, curious or maybe doesn't know her work that well, um, The Lunar Chronicles was kind of her first series she wrote. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, Jada, you're also very, you know a lot about this topic. It's kind of like, I guess her claim to fame. And then she wrote the Renegade series, which is what Jada has a bit more information on than I do. I read the first one and I absolutely loved it. And, but yeah, so those are kind of her big things. So also Jada, since you did read Renegades, if you want to share what your favorite book of that series is too, when we get to that question, feel free. Um, But yeah, she's a very talented writer and yeah, let's get into the questions. So um, I know Caitlin and Taylor, you've only read Cinder or read part of Cinder, but um, the first question is like, what is your favorite out of all the books? And Jada, you can say like um, favorite out of Lunar Chronicles and favorite out of like the Renegades series, if you would like to. Okay, yeah, I guess I'll start first. Um, but given I've only read the first two books um, in the Luna Chronicles, Honora, do you remember what the second book was called? Because I honestly don't. The second one was Scarlet. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I read Cinder and Scarlet. Um, from the two that I have read, I think I like Scarlet the best and I of course I will not give any spoilers but I just personally liked it a little bit more because we kind of got to see a little bit well one we got to see new characters and then two we had a little bit of a more background story with Cinder that's literally all I'm gonna say but um you can really see her character develop in number two but in the Renegade series I think I want to say the third one which was called Supernova um mainly because of the plot twist that happened at the end which again I will not say but the plot that plot twist like literally came out of nowhere and it was like somewhere like you would least suspect it so I think the last one but the first one which is called Renegade really set up the story well um but I think I'll have to go with the third one and the Renegade which is Supernova. Cool um yeah, that was um, with the Lunar Chronicles. One of the things I liked as it went on, um, each one of the books was technically like focused on a different character, but all of them would like um, switch POVs. So like Scarlet would have both her POV and Cinder's POV. And then with like Cress, it would have all three. And the last one, uh, which was Winter, I think that one had all four. I didn't read that whole book, but I own it. <laughs> I remember I was like... Um, I thought it was cool how it was switching back and forth instead of just going like completely onto a different narrative because and then they were like slowly they were all getting like entwined plot wise and you were just like seeing all the connections and it's just so cool and um I have for Renegades I have Renegades in the second one which I can't remember the name of but um I have I have both of them I've only read the first one and I don't know I thought it was really really cool I've been meaning to um get back to reading those and I'm excited to read Supernova now I I want to I want to know what that twist is now (laughs) um 
But yeah. Um, yeah, since, I don't know if Taylor or Caitlin, you both have only read Cinder, so I don't really know if you guys have anything to add, but if you do, feel free. If you if you don't, I can move on to the next question, but. Um, so I don't, I mean, obviously I haven't read all of them, but I finished Cinder yesterday, so I went ahead and started looking into what the other ones were about and, like, kind of read the samples from all all the rest of them and I mean I loved Cinder I thought it was really great but I um the third the third one Crest that one looked really interesting to me because we'd already met that character um for those of you who haven't read it it's based on the Rapunzel story but we already meet the character um who's like a computer programmer person um in the first book and I really liked her we only saw her for a couple of pages but she was hilarious to me um like it was a high stakes situation but she was so nervous and I don't know she was just a really cute character so I want to see more of her and but I really like Cinder too um I mean I feel like probably the first book is usually the best um in a lot of series and it was a really strong first book so I wouldn't be surprised if that is still my favorite, even after I've read all of them, which I plan to do. Caitlin, any thoughts? You don't, if you don't have anything, you don't have to, but you looked like you had something to say. Um, yeah, I actually didn't know. So there's a, um, there's the Lunar Chron- how many books does the Lunar Chronicles series have? Three? Four. And then Four. there's like, there's hold on I have them on my shelf um so there's like four in the main series and then there's like um additional ones and then there's like some spin-off graphic novels which are actually really cool um I really enjoyed them and then but yeah there is a hold on there's one that's like kind of an anthology of like shorts about characters and then there's one about um the someone who I think we meet in winter that it's like um a short kind of solo one that isn't part of like the main series but it's like a little additional thing yeah so four and then and then some (laughs) okay yeah like um I based on just like the opening parts of um of Cinder, I would definitely consider checking out the rest of them. I didn't really know the premise when I started, and when I started to read, I was like, whoa, because I was kind of just from the cover expecting, like, kind of, like, a twist on a story, but then it was so much deeper than I thought it would be. Um, Somehow, even looking at the cover art, um, I didn't think there would be cyborgs in it, even though you can literally see, like, I looked, and I was like, oh, wow, like, Um, so I think that the idea of, like, this world that Marissa Meyer built is really, really cool. So I would definitely consider checking out the rest, um, even though I don't know what would be, like, a favorite favorite yet. Um, I would totally read some more of her books in this series. Nice. Well, Caitlin, you, you know where I live and you know where the rest of the series is. So if you... If you want to, feel free. Um, okay, so moving on to the next question. Um, what are your favorite characters? Just from, like, 
overall well yeah caitlin you've only read 50 pages but what are like your first impressions who do you think is going to be like your favorite and for people that have like read it i don't know read (laughs) more like complete book or something what are what are our favorites how are we feeling about all that um i think just from early on um this is kind of like a relationship more than single characters but the relationship between cinder and peony i thought was really really sweet (laughs) i don't know i i'm kind of a sucker for the um like the close siblings kind of relationships and like the joking and the jesting with each other and all that fun stuff uh because i have an older brother so when i started i was like (laughs) oh so they're probably my favorites right now um, I think I really enjoyed, um, I also enjoyed Peony, um, mainly because she was just so bubbly, and I was honestly, I mean, I know she was meant to be sort of comic relief a little bit until Twisted, I'm not going to, um, mention right now, but in the beginning, she's meant to be more of, um, you know, just kind of fun, lighthearted, but I was also just sort of impressed by what a good person she was, because, like, you know, her her whole family, um, you know, this isn't a spoiler because it's just based on the premise, but, you know, Cinder is a cyborg and her family, like, in this world, that's looked down on. So her family is very, you know, evil stepsister, stepmother, you know, it's Cinderella, so they don't like her, but this, one of the stepsisters, Peony, is going against that, and I'm just impressed by that because that actually is difficult to do, um, even though she is kind of a fun character. But I also really liked, um, or I didn't like her, but I was very interested by Queen Lavana. Um, I want to know more about her. Um, I mean, I get that she's supposed to be based on the evil queen because um, the whole thing about the mirrors. So um, for our listeners, she lives on the moon. Um, she's the the ruler of these people called the lunar people. But um they use kind of like mind control type stuff. And so she can't be around mirrors because they reveal what she truly looks like. Um, so she can't like keep up her facade. And I just thought that was really interesting because it's kind of an interesting question about like self-loathing too. Like she's really arrogant, but also at the same time, she's like scared of herself. I don't know. She just seemed really interesting to me. Um, and also I've always been a big fan of fairy tale villains. So Yeah nice um oh i'm sorry jada i was i wasn't gonna say the next question um but yeah also i it's been a few years since i read center so i forgot the queen (laughs) levano was like introduced in the first book but that's like what um the fairest like smaller book is about it's like from her perspective which i think is very cool because um especially when it's like a well-written villain getting to like look inside their head is very cool um but yeah, uh, later on, I think I really liked Scarlet. I thought she was cool and she was just like, obviously this isn't the next book, but she was quite a different protagonist than Cinder. They just had very different kind of perspectives on things and they had very different stories, obviously, as like a human and a cyborg. But um, I don't know, I just thought it was like, it was cool that after reading a book that was just from Cinder's perspective to still reading a book that had Cinder's perspective in it, but like 
an additional one and seeing how they compared and contrast. And again, as I said before, like how everything slowly starts to come together, which is very cool. But yeah, I'm sorry for cutting you off, Jada. (laughs) No, you're completely fine. Excuse me, but I know this may be like cheesy, but I think my favorite character probably, well, characters are like duo, like Caitlin said, possibly Cinder and Prince Kai. Um, (laughs) Again, this goes towards, you know, romance and again, I don't want to spoil anything, but you guys know I love romance genres and just everything, but you can... Um, just like with their conversations and what I remember because it has been a long time since I've read Cinder like you Honora um, but you can just tell kind of where like the friendship begins so you know form into something else but I won't go too much into detail with that um, but I really liked that duo but I, I'm looking up the characters now because I forgot but I also liked I think this, this is how you pronounce his name but Dr. Erland I want to say I may not be pr- pronouncing it right, but I thought he was a really fun character. He was funny to me. And just when he used to just like help out Cinder with like find out, um, just finding herself, helping her with her journey, um, slightly um, disrupting like the Commonwealth kind of, you know, he helped her with that. But I liked the duo of Cinder and Kai and then Dr. Ireland, mostly. Very cool. Um, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. So I'll just, I'll just move on to the third question. Um, last question I will be answering. I'm not answering. Asking you guys before handing it over to Taylor. Um, okay. So what do you guys like about the world building? Um, it says like things in the Lunar Society, the technology, um, references to the original fairy tales and how, how you can like definitely tell what it's supposed to be based on, but how it's just like interpreted in an entirely different way. Just stuff like that. So I have a lot of thoughts on this. Um, In fact, I kind of regret making this such a general question because I have so many thoughts on it. But first of all, I loved so much um, the setting and like the way that the world is split up um, into there's like the Eastern Commonwealth and then there's, um, I mean, Europe, obviously. But like, instead of just having like smaller individual countries, you've kind of got like bigger continents, like more united. And that was really interesting to me. And so I also liked how in the different books, um, not that I've read them, but knowing from the setting, you know, each one's kind of in a different place because like the first one's in New Beijing and then the second one's in France. And then there's one that's on the moon, which is so cool. So I just liked that the setting didn't always stay the exact same. And she like, she really took advantage of all, like she didn't let all that world building go to waste. You know, she actually used it actively and moved the characters around. So I really liked that. Um, and then I loved so much the fairy tale references. The way she did that was, I think she did that in a way I've never really seen before because she didn't stay super tied down to the fairy tales, obviously. And like, she did so much in between and added so much to them. So it would kind of be this cool thing. Whereas like, I get sucked into the story for the story and sort of forget that it was based on a fairy tale. And then, like, right as I was nearing an important fairy tale thing, my mind would kind of just, like, perk up and be like, oh, right about now, like, 
she should be losing the shoe or whatever or something like that and then it would happen but in her cool twisty way and so it was like it would linger in the back of my mind and then it would happen and I'd be like oh that's so cool and so it didn't feel like the whole time I was trying to pinpoint what was fairy tale and what wasn't it just felt like it kind of cropped up naturally and I'm really impressed with how she did that I thought that was really cool and different well, one, you guys, um, I'm a sucker for like a modern retelling or just like a retelling of anything, hence Anna K, which is a retelling of Anna Karenina, but I digress. <laughs> um, but I've won. I really liked how she retold the fairy tales because quite honestly, before I read this series, I had never really seen it. Um, and I'm pretty sure other people have done this, of course, but just from the books I've just been exposed to, so I've been around, I've never really seen it. So this was pretty new for me, and I just enjoyed it completely when I read the two first books. But then two, I really loved how she incorporated, like, technology, I guess, um, because as you guys know, yes, Cinder is a, I guess, robot, I don't know, slash... I don't know. I, I'm just going to say robot. That's probably not the right word. Thank you. Thank you. Cyborg. Thank you. Um, but she is a cyborg, but it, I don't know. Okay. Let me try to collect, collect my thoughts. It goes to show that tech has really evolved throughout the years and one, and then two, that it is going to continue to evolve. I feel like, and like, as we get more and more into like these new years, everything, more technology, more computers, more androids are being incorporated into like normal life. So I really think that was like innovative on her part because that is somewhat true for real life. And I also liked how she, okay, like the city is called New Beijing. So it, it, it makes you think that something is, I guess, like a more innovative, if you were, or like newer, hence all the androids, the cyborgs, the technology. Um, and I, I think I'm going on a rant here, <laughs> but I just really liked how she incorporated the tech and just the retelling of the fairy tales, which I had really never seen before. Yeah, like, um, I was, uh, I was telling Honora, like, even just from the first part, I was taken back by how, um, or I was, like, very impressed by how, like, when I started, um, like, a lot of authors will start, and they'll, like, give you, like, a context, but right away when I jumped in, it was, like, in the first two pages, I already knew that Cinder was a cyborg, that in this society, their world was very tech-oriented and kind of different, and that people were, like, um, that people were very, like, discriminated um, against cyborgs, and I was, like, wow, like, I know that already, and it's only been, like, a couple pages in, um, so I was very impressed with how um, she was able to create this, like, perspective of the world they were all living in, quickly without like smacking you in the face with it so it didn't feel like all of a sudden everything is happening but um you just kind of started to get to see like um the world that they lived in um and I love all the creativity that she used with like the way that it's kind of like like our world but changed in little ways like um with the commonwealth um and like the uh, like actual society on the moon I was like wow this is so cool um I haven't actually seen that in a book before because I don't read a lot of like um I read probably more I guess like 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, realistic fiction, I think. Um, so when all of that started to happen, I was like, this is really neat. I want to like learn more about these different like um, societies that she's created within the story. Um, and then the, uh, the fairy tale aspects, it's like, um, exactly like what Taylor was saying. Um, it's almost like there's like the template of Cinderella's there. And if you squint, you can come like kind of see it sometimes and like the characters and their dynamics and their relationships and what's going on. But a lot of the time it's like, you can forget almost just because of all the detail and the strong like description of this world is different enough from the um, from the fairy tale version that you can get engrossed in this story. Um, and then every once in a while go, oh yeah, this is based on, this is actually based on a fairy tale. That's so cool. Um, so I love it. I'm excited to see more from it. Very cool. Um, oh, sorry. I kind of, my voice was just like, meh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, again, as I said, it has been a few years since I've read it, but there are some scenes which I won't share because of like spoilers but there are some scenes like throughout all the books that have just stayed with me and I can still like picture them exactly how I pictured them when I first read them and I'll think about it and be like whoa that was like insane but I think it was I don't know they're just written so well that like you're getting all this information but it doesn't really feel like it's info dumping on you that you're kind of like you are getting it very quickly but you're getting it very naturally and just like the way you're being introduced to all these things is just done so well and the fact that it is that all of this it's like yes they're fairy tale retellings but it's also like um this is kind of like what the world could be like in the future that's insane it's just I don't know um it's I'm looking at what the parameters of the question are to make sure make sure I don't forget anything but yeah I don't know I just thought um I don't know. It's just a wonderful series. And now, hopefully, to anyone listening to this, you understand why Jada and I are always like, I'm going to talk about the Lunar Chronicles, and here's why. Exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, just, I hope that you can understand why we're so passionate about it. Um, But yeah, it's, I don't know, they're just written so well. And I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I keep losing my train of thought. It has been, it's been a long week, but, um, but yeah. And I think as Caitlin said, you can tell that it's supposed to be a fairy retelling, fairy tale retelling as well, but it it isn't like super, super obvious. Like you can, you know what's going to happen, but at the same time, you really don't know what's going to happen. You're like, oh, she's going to lose her shoe. She's going to run away. But like, Caitlin you don't know this yet but I mean just like the overall thing what happens you're just like oh okay this is different and cool and it's just I don't know it's just a wonderful universe at least to read but um (laughs) I don't know if I would like to actually live there but it's a cool universe to like explore as um a reader and I I fully enjoy it and I feel like now I especially am going to have to go back and like read all of them and with like the Renegade series too because um I don't know just because that's also a really good series and she has that new book coming out that I can't remember what it's called but it's another like fairy tale rebuild retelling one. Oh, it's called Gilded and I'm I'm excited for that we might 
we might do an episode about that. We will see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what's going on. But anyways, uh, yeah, we have a few more questions. I'll hand those over to Taylor. Okay, so I just wanted to sandwich in in between all of these sort of heavy discussion questions. One that doesn't require as much remembering and thinking about the book. So just um, I wanted to hear about when y'all first discovered them and what your journey, I don't know, that sounds so cheesy, what your journey has been reading them. And I mean, I know, Caitlin, that you, um, you know, are pretty recent to it, and so am I, but um, I guess you could also include, um, like, if you've, you know, when you first heard about them, or if they've been on your radar for a while, or if they're just kind of a recent discovery. I don't know, I'm just curious about how everyone came to the books. So, um, because I looked at the questions and I had to look at my reading history from the library because that's why I read most of them. But apparently it's been two years since I read it. And I actually started out with the graphic novels, which um, are called Wires and Nerve. And then the sec- that's the first one. And the second one is Wires and Nerve Gone Rogue. Um, and apparently this was in February of 2019. So it's been a while since I read these, but I was at the library one day and I was looking at graphic novels because I love graphic novels. And I found this, I said, hmm, that's interesting. So I read the both of them and I I was low-key confused because of course this is like after what all the events have happened in the Lunar Chronicles so I did some research and I realized that this was actually after the whole series so I went back and then read Cinder and then I started from there um but I read Cinder apparently in February as well 2019 and then Scarlet I read it apparently April of 2019 so it's been a while since I've read them and as far as my journey um I definitely want to continue continue I just like I have so many books that like I want to read first and then just like I forget about Luna Chronicles but I'm always like in the back of my mind okay I have to read the next one because I have a couple of them to go through um but I definitely want to finish the whole series I did finish the Renegade series as you guys know but I'm looking forward to reading and maybe I'll actually read the next one, um, the next book in the series as my next book. I don't know, but I plan to continue reading like soon. Um, so like I said, my journey has been this week. Um, it's been really compacted journey, but but I've also like I've heard about these books for a year and a half now or however long I've been on the podcast. They've been mentioned so many times by so many different people. Um, and I think in the beginning, they were definitely one of those series where it was like, I heard about it and I was like, oh, okay, this is one of those book series that I haven't read that everyone else has. That is like, you know, one of those things that I should know about as a reader. And so it was always there on the back of my list. And I was like, I really need to read these. And I had no idea what they were about, but they just sounded cool. Um and sounded like the kind of book series that a good reader should read. Uh I don't know why. There's something about that. Like, I don't know. The title, just the Lunar Chronicles, they just sounded like something that someone who's into fantasy should read, which I'm not really, but I'm trying to get more into it. So I, you know, held off on it because I just never really found the time. And then when we found out we were doing this episode, I got so excited. And I was, because I finally had an excuse to be like, okay, now I can go get these. Um, I feel like maybe that's a problem, but I feel like I need to have an excuse to 
to go outside of my normal reading pattern. So I'm glad I had one. Same. Uh, my journey has pretty much been the last three days. Um, uh, Anora was very kind and lent me the book at school. Thank you, Anora. <laughs> um, but I think actually, um, I think I've, I've definitely heard about the Renegade series before. I didn't actually know it was the same author until now, which um, I'm just, I was like surprised. I was like, oh, wow. But um, that's really cool though. So yeah, I knew about her Renegade series and then finding about uh, or finding out about the uh, Lunar Chronicle series um, and the other books that she's done. Um, and then finding out we were going to be talking about it today. I was like, oh, it'd be cool if I could like read a little bit more, learn more about it before we like discuss it, see if it would be something I like. Um, and I was very surprised with how much I enjoyed it just by starting it. Um, so I'm hoping that after today, I can hopefully finish this one and move on to the rest of them. Um, and maybe read some Renegades. I don't know, I gotta, I gotta do some exploring. <laughs> um, okay, I, I guess I will go now for this question. So I think I was reading them probably around the same time as Jada, um, maybe a little before. I was in middle school, um, and I don't remember the exact parameters. I think I was reading them, like, up until when the last one, Winter, came out, because I have that one in hardcover for some reason. The rest of them are in paperback, and for some reason that just bothers me, <laughs> but um, just the way... But anyways... Um, I was reading them a little bit after they came out, but kind of around that same time. And um, I think someone at school recommended them to me. And then as soon as I read Cinder, I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is a good, <laughs> this is a good suggestion. And um, and then I think this was like 20, I don't know. I don't know. Whenever Renegades came out, I saw that like Marissa Mayer was doing an event at Quail Ridge. So I... Um, and I got to go to that event and it was very cool. And I have a picture with her and it's one of my like favorite pictures I have because, um, but yeah. And, um, and I read Renegades to like prepare for that and I absolutely loved it. And, um, but yeah, and I, um, and I own the next one, which I think is like Arch Enemies. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I don't know. I've I've had them for a while. I haven't necessarily read all of them, but um, I do own pretty much all of them, and I love the series, and I love her writing. She's such a talented author. Um, but yeah, I guess, you know, my journey was a few months long a few years ago, so the details are kind of fuzzy, but I feel like, especially now, I'm gonna go back and read them. I think I might um reread renegades and then read that series first and then go back to lunar chronicles just as a tiny bit more of like a nostalgia thing but um i don't know i'm excited i'm excited to read the renegades series or like reread renegades and then read the other two but yeah okay so i think everyone's gone so the next question um just given the times that we're living in, you know, COVID, guys, in case you forgot, in case you just woke up today and, you know, totally forgot about the last year, um, I thought it might be kind of interesting to talk about. So I don't know how much this plays a role in the next three or four 
books in the series, but at least in Cinder, a big part of the book was talking about the disease that was um, a big problem in the, um, I guess the whole world at that point. Um, and it was called, I think, letimosis. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, so a lot of the page time was spent talking about this disease and people who were suffering from it and how to find a cure and stuff. So I just thought it'd be interesting if we wanted to compare it a little bit with like how this compares with COVID. Like, cause when Marissa Meyer wrote this, she obviously didn't know that like just a few years after she wrote it, there'd be an actual thing. And that's kind of interesting to me, like whether we feel like it was similar or different. I don't know. I was just interested by that. Yeah, like, um, uh, I'll t I haven't gotten too far in learning about the actual disease in the book so far, but just from what I've seen, like, the, uh, the mass spreading of, is it letimosis? Letimosis? Um, in their, um, in their world and, like, not having a clear-cut cure for it. And just kind of the fear surrounding that was what I kind of identified the most of like, oh, yeah, like I remember, um, especially before the vaccine was a thing, uh, just trying to stay safe and um, and, and still now with um, with the Delta variant, um, just like trying to stay safe and protect others, wear your mask, keep distance. Um, because no one really knew if there would be a cure, how quickly there would be one or any like preventative measures or anything. Um, so I think that was the thing that I saw the most was just kind of the way that it came through and not really knowing exactly how to fight it right away. Yeah, um, Taylor, that's a really good question. Um, I'm trying to think because again, it has been a while since I read it. But there's definitely some things that we can compare to, like, the book disease and, like, COVID and everything. Um, I, I, okay, quite honestly, I don't remember if there was anything, like, about a quarantine, but we all know how quarantine was for everyone in 2020. <laughs> but I think some, some, maybe, like, some, like, the symptoms or just, like, the effects that the disease had on your body was quite similar to the pandemic which is happening now um and I, I'm honestly like grasping at straws here because I'm really trying to remember but as far as I can remember just maybe like the symptoms or like the effects that it has on the body that we could possibly compare to like COVID but like also like Caitlin said the widespread and mass spread of it in the community and just like the world um is actually is um I'm sorry can be compared to COVID as well but Honestly, I think that's all, all I have because I really don't remember. Um, I agree with Caitlin. The, the, the main thing that, I mean, also with Jada, but when I was reading it, the reason I thought of the question was because the way that trying to find the antidote was described felt so similar as to how I felt like six months ago when we were, or the vaccine, how long is that? I don't know how long the vaccine's been around, but back when it wasn't around, and it was like the beginning of the school year. And I was like, am I ever going to go back to school? Or is this just going to be my senior year of high school? Like, so that kind of feeling, I guess, um, just felt really, really similar 
Um, so I really empathized with the characters with that because I remember how scary that was where literally the whole world was like, um, so how long is this going to take? And then scientists were like, um, we don't know. <laughs> so I definitely, I, I definitely empathize with that part, which actually made the book a little bit more interesting for me because I felt like I could connect with the characters, even though the world was so different. Uh, yeah, um, um, I agree with, I agree with everything said, I don't know, like, Jada, you know, it's been, it's been a while, uh, the only, the only, okay, Caitlin is gone, so I don't, I don't know, spoiler-wise, but anyways, I can only really remember one scene that had anything to do with it, and it was, like, when, didn't she go into, like, the infirmary-type place to visit, what was her name to visit yeah I won't I just won't say a name anyways because spoilers but that's like the only scene I could remember and I remember it saying like it was full of people and everyone was just like miserable and that kind of that's just always stuck with me especially now when like hearing about how like the hospitals are running out of supplies and they're just so crowded and just like that's one of the things I'm really, I can really compare the most because that's kind of what's actually happening. Um, but yeah, and when I first read them, I didn't, I mean, like, I thought about it, but I think didn't think too much about it. I was like, oh, that that's not going to happen. We're not, it's not going to be like that. And now that it is kind of like that, I was like, oh no, <laughs> it it's happening. But, um, but yeah, I thought, that was like an interesting aspect of the book but yeah that one scene is something that's one of like the things from Lunar Chronicles that has stuck with me yeah I didn't even think about that but that is interesting I mean just the other day I was talking to a friend about the hospital beds filling up and stuff and yeah it's it's crazy um feels like we're living in a dystopia because we are that's great (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to move on now to happier things because we've spent enough time worrying about COVID for now. Um, so I think we can just start, um, finish it off. So Caitlin had to leave, but I still um, am not super familiar with the series. So we're going to do a fun thing where I make a prediction. And um, if I guess if you guys can remember, because I know it's been a while, but if you can remember... Um, Jada and Honora are going to tell me if I was right or not. Um, so. And also just spoiler alert in yeah. advance, possibly, yeah. just, you know, if you don't want any spoilers, even if what Taylor says is or isn't true, maybe don't, maybe don't <laughs> listen to this part, but either way, it's, it's going to be fun. So go, go for it. I thought we should, you know, just put a PSA out there yeah. as a heads up, but yeah, go for it, Taylor. Okay, so um, my prediction, it's kind of random, is I started reading Scarlet. Um, Mm -hmm. I got a couple pages in because I just wanted to familiarize myself. And my first thought was that when her grandmother is missing, my first thought was, is her grandmother somehow part of the resistance in some way? Because from her, like, like some sort of like, like, is she somehow part of like, a team or like Dr. Erlen's thingy or something because the um first impression that I got when she was describing her grandma was 
I don't know. I just got this impression, like no one really knows who she is and like the kind of person that, I don't know, would just turn out to be like a, a deeper character than we would expect. I don't know. That sounds ridiculous, but it was the best I could come up with. That, that's a very good prediction. I genuinely do not know. Um, no. Oh, wait, maybe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm really trying my hardest to, to think back. Um, and I slightly remember because I I did read Scarlet as an audiobook, so kind of it's kind of different because like normal with a tan- tangible book, you can kind of like go back and reread those lines. But I think you may be on the right track if I'm remembering correctly. I don't want to like tell you the wrong thing, but I firmly remember them saying something about the grandma I think she knew Dr. Erland back in the day and that she was a part of some type of thing I think and again um that makes sense (laughs) right again this may be correct or non-correct I'm not sure but I remember something along those lines (laughs) okay I am legitimately shocked that I guessed anything like that like that felt so random yeah that was that was a really good one I didn't expect it to be that like deep I was like oh (laughs) yeah um oh my gosh okay that was fun oh gosh um I'm always really wrong on predictions um I think based on the idea of Cinder and what it's based on um, I have to assume that there's going to be, like, some kind of relationship between Cinder and Prince Kai, whether good or bad, I don't know yet, but, um, I've got to assume that that might come to fruition somehow, that, like, that even though she's, like, looked down upon, even though she's an amazing mechanic, like, at some point she'll get to have, I guess, like, a higher platform maybe because in the end of Cinderella like um I don't know I guess like she gets to um I guess she gets to have more like she leaves like an abusive kind of household where like her sisters are mean to her and stuff um so maybe like she gets to um she gets more recognized as uh with with her skills and gets to be more appreciated for them um and then as for um Oh gosh, as for Scarlet, I don't actually know um, more uh, more about the premise, but um, I've heard that, so I think Cinder is in that one, is still in mm-hmm. Scarlet, just with some different other characters. So maybe that like, maybe that takes the story of another fairy tale, kind of? Yes, mm-hmm. it does, Taylor. You're not Taylor, you're Caitlin, sorry. Uh, yes, that is a correct yeah it is a a different fairy tale based on based on the title alone what fairy tale do you think it might be the sad thing is my brain instead of going fairy tale went to scarlet witch which is marvel not fairy tale Um, maybe oh gosh snow white no no snow white is one of the other ones Oh, no way. Okay. The last one, Winter. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Think about the color red. I mean, <laughs> Scarlet. Like, just think about the color red. You know, I feel like I should, I feel like I should know. I'm struggling so much for some reason. Um, 
Oh my gosh. Uh... <laughs> um... Would you like another clue? <laughs> uh... Sleeping Beauty? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, really so so close. This, is, this is my I am at a low point <laughs> oh would you like me it. to tell you I mean I have another hint <laughs> oh yeah um something to do with wolves I think well the fairy tale yes <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I didn't know this <laughs> oh my goodness Oh, this is so embarrassing. Okay, just go ahead and tell me. It's, it's Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, red and blue. Yeah. Uh, I forgot that was a story okay, for a minute. Oh my gosh. Wow. Um, but everything that you said before, though, was um, on the right track. Like I told Taylor, like, it's, you're right about oh, um, the relationship prediction and just like her being higher up in society I guess that that's good yeah, yeah. <laughs> we usually miss on any prediction yeah I'm pretty bad at predictions too <laughs> <laughs> oh no seems like she's frozen so that's yeah. not good oh wait you're oh, back wait. there we go back. I'm sorry <laughs> okay nice though yeah I'm not I'm not great with predictions but yeah, those ones were good. The predictions you and Taylor have had have both been like right on the money, which is kind of a scary. Um, um, but yeah, I think that's kind of all we have today. Yes, yes, Taylor? yes. I think so. I don't think I have any other announcements. Um, um, yeah, yeah. We have we have a lot of cool stuff coming up. I don't know what any of it is off the top of my head, but I know it's I know it's cool, and we will have an author interview at some point next month. So we always have a lot of fun doing those. Um, but yeah, and this will not be the last time we talk about Marissa Mayer's books. Honestly, we might have to do a Renegades episode as like a sequel to this one. Um, yeah thank you for listening if you make it this far in the episode you're awesome thanks for thanks for checking this out we had a lot of fun um talking about the lunar chronicles and very quickly before i forget in like art class in fifth grade we did this thing with like metal carving and it's on my wall and i made this like plaque thing of the lunar chronicles and it has the like there's like a little spaceship or something at some point in it and i like drew the spaceship and it says says um i'm not gonna show it because it's not good because i made it when I in fifth grade but it says the lunar chronicles join the resistance so <laughs> but yeah um and i wrote like the characters names but anyways thank you guys for listening um taylor if you have any other closing remarks i will hand it off to you but we will see you next week with some more with some more stuff i don't if you know what the episode is maybe you'll want to share it i think i do i i think it might be the oh, never mind i lost it it was right there in my head but that creates more suspense guys so you know, wait around come back um <laughs> <laughs> um so i guess we can say bye now bye guys thank you bye. Bye. <laughs>
To learn more about TAB, visit qrb.tumblr.com or quailridgebooks.com. And check out QRB Teen on Instagram to see spotlights, promos, and more.